With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Shizno 4 Season 14, Episode 3, Shizno Overwatch. I am Dimples. This week on Red vs. Blue, Sarge wins a fight to the death to become Red Team's sergeant. And Tucker's interview makes him the newest member of Blue Team. Trying out their own Sargisms this week are Daft Prodigy. I love the sound of Griff Ball in the morning. Rain Zero. Griff, you know what time it is? It's high and new. Damn it, where's the six shooter? Damn it, don't do a requisition a six shooter for just this instance. <laughs> Heroes never die, Simmons. Sam. The cover is here, boys! And Vixen. I can give you some painkillers, but instead I'll give you some pain that will kill you. <laughs> Thoughts on the episode? It was really bright and I had plenty of air to breathe. Thank you, Daph. What I liked yeah, the I liked most it. about it was it completely destroyed Daph's dumb blue theory. It wasn't dumb! I liked your theory. I was rooting for your theory. Okay, it was it it it, it, it was it was dumb. Yeah, but the thing is, I always call Daft's theories dumb, even if I think they're good. Except this one actually was dumb to me. So based on Sarge's actions here, I think it's pretty clear that Sarge is so loyal to the Reds that he's willing to just kill anyone for like the slightest lack of loyalty to the Red Army. You can tell because he picked Buckshot as the first to die because he's yellow. And I don't want any yellow Reds in my team. <laughs> no, but but Buckshot was picked by Lemons to be the to be the guy at the but Sarge is the one who arranged his death, destroying the instructions that could have saved his life. No, here's how we know Sarge is actually a blue because he's killing all of the reds. <laughs> yeah, he hasn't killed Griff yet. Exactly. Yeah, if Sarge really wanted to ensure Red Army success, how come Griff lived for 13 seasons? This is some bullshit. Borderline Daft traitorism. Daft, you've won me over. Sarge is actually the bluest blue ever. <laughs> <laughs> After the episode that blatantly disproves the crackpot, Tafkeep won me over. <laughs> I hate all of you so much. The only character that he allowed to live for the longest time was the most red. Also, I love the names of the character. Those those names. Let's see, we had Buckshot, we had Dagger Knife. McGruff. McGruff. <laughs> like, the, like the crime dog. I like how they all had relatively the same one. Yeah, yeah. Um, they were just all various RT staffers doing their gruffest voices. I guarantee you one of them was somehow uh, Shannon McCormick doing his Sarge impression. <laughs> the I bet, I bet there was, that was, he was in there somewhere, yep. So what'd you guys think of the blue candidates? Oh, goodness. <laughs> I like the one that listens. He seems like a great listener. <laughs> I'm sorry, I wasn't listening. What was the question? <laughs> <laughs> 
that other guy, that he seemed like almost too good of a candidate. He reminded me of Smith from the Rebels. He was just like, he was driven and he liked to follow rules. And his one regret was that he didn't tell his mother that he loved her enough before he left. I was so just like, he's dead, right? precious baby. Yeah, he's dead. He's, <laughs> he's like super, he's like super dead, right? Yep. He's only two days from retirement, but he's like super dead, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I thought it was interesting how even though it looked like Flowers was looking for Reds who would end up dead and a leader who was good at making sure they ended up dead, but I'm not sure why he picked Tucker over the other ones on blue team. Like, what What? what was so... Because because he was looking for incompetence. But why would you look for incompetence on blue team? So that nobody gets anything done. And so that nothing ever happens. Yeah, if he, if he didn't want blue team to win, if he just wanted the stalemate to be maintained, I suppose. Yeah, okay. He didn't want them to win, but he didn't want them to lose either. Another thing that I thought of was that maybe because Tucker had a little bit of a checkered past and maybe like some aspects of his life that he would want to stay more secret. Flowers was anticipating that he would be more worried about his own problems than any that the alpha might encounter. I, I do think it's interesting that even in spite of this dedicated search for just the right blue team member, Tucker was able to pin right away that Church was an AI. Yeah, yeah. How was Flowers planning to pitch this whole thing to Alpha Church? Very carefully. First, he's going. No, no, seriously. First, he's going to like take. He's going to take Church aside, and be like, you know, all those memories from when you were a kid. Well, they're dead now. <laughs> they're all dead they're now. Dead. They're, your uh, memories are dead. Your memories are dead. They, they have. They're. They're. They're dead. If you want to live, you have to come with me, and I will take you. I will keep you safe, John Connor. But only if we go to this box backwater canyon in the middle of nowhere. Wait, this can't be canon. Uh, Flowers didn't die giving a thumbs up. Exact. Well. Well, I mean, he he did his best. I'm sure he did this after coming through a portal naked. I... <laughs> Maybe... Well, I, I don't know. He's probably like, listen, church, what's your favorite thing to do? Nothing, right? Well, imagine a place where <laughs> everything is nothing. Yet, st yet church still goes out of his way to use his fucking sniper rifle. You know what's going to be going on? Nothing in the morning, nothing in the evening, nothing at supper time. When church is in a canyon, you can do nothing <laughs> you can have anytime. Every time. <laughs> yeah, I think that Flowers pitched Blood Gulch to church as being the opposite of the horrible sidewinder place that he just came from. He's like, hey, we're gonna go, we're gonna go someplace really warm and dry where it never snows, and someplace that's completely enclosed, unlike this completely barren flat tundra and you're gonna love it there it's gonna be so much better and unlike where all of your friends die you die but yeah I, I do i do think that it does seem like the whole setup for blood gold is essentially let's give alpha a vacation and the reason they've picked shitty reds and blues that don't have any objective really is because maybe the director is like i did enough to him now let's give him a break. So I have another thought, and that is that this whole recruitment scenario with the, the Reds and the Blues, it's not just set up like interviews, you know, there's bases. And I think that part of that may have been because Flowers needed to also just convince Alpha that this whole training scenario screw up at Sidewinder actually happened as a training scenario screw up and not as something that happened while they were crashing in the mother of invention down to Avalanche. So now Church or Alpha is 
sitting here in the midst of this red and blue civil war and flowers can go see everyone around here it's blues fighting reds this is what you've been doing this is what you've been doing see this is what you've been doing and and you're going to continue doing this thing that you've been doing and if i keep telling you then eventually that's what you're gonna remember because memory is malleable and you don't have a very good memory of what happened in the first place i do think that the idea of, of this being church's break and his way to be like oh it's it's just like this it's always been like this and it always will be like this it's like like i went back to this episode 50 and in that all that flowers is doing is checking how how church is he's like how are you adjusting to the climate are you comfortable well, he's not very subtle about the fact that he's just trying. He's just there to watch church. <laughs> oh, gosh. Maybe when Flowers died, it was kind of a relief yeah. because he didn't have him breathing down <laughs> his neck and literally breathing down his neck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Begin lightning round. What was Sarge's birth name? Jesse McCree. <laughs> <laughs> What time was I born? High noon. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> Jack Morrison. Jack, Jack Morrison. <laughs> Seriously? <laughs> I'm just fucking with you, Dad. That Soldier 76 is real name. Oh, great. <laughs> so was this showdown at the Shizno Corral or... Shizno watch. <laughs> Shizno watch. Shizno watch. Shizno watch. This is the Shizno watch origin. Hey, listeners, edition. can you figure out what we're thinking about right now? <laughs> Real answer. I'm gonna go with John Doe. What? John Doe. John Doe. <laughs> Named after his father, John Smith. <laughs> and his, his mother, mother, Jane, Jane Doe. <laughs> uh, for those who don't know, John Doe is the name of every nameless soldier that's recovered on the battlefield. Or anyone that's ever body. found dead that they don't know yeah. who it is. Um, I think Sarge's birth name was Corporal. <laughs> <laughs> and he gave himself a promotion. <laughs> he did say name. Well, the power of success. I promote myself. Sarge. <laughs> wow, you're, that, those are really those are really grown up words for a, for a baby to speak. Sarge. <laughs> in a popular web series, Red versus Blue. He instead what? of being like mommy, daddy, he just lists off all the PSAs. When Sarge says he was born for this, he's not exaggerating. <laughs> he was okay, grown uh, in a, he was grown in a vat at a Sarge factory. <laughs> Sarge's real name when he was born was Nikolai Podrovsky. Nikolai Petrovsky. <laughs> Nikolai Petrovsky. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was probably something really fruity or like... Like mango? Mango. <laughs> <laughs> like, just like Josh or... Evelyn. It was Francis Muffin. Nixon, I I'm sorry. I need to... There is no such fruit as a Josh. I'm sorry. <laughs> I looked it up on the Wikipedia. <laughs> on the Wikipedia. There's nothing there. <laughs> Uh, are you sure? You should look at the Wikipedia again... <laughs> now. <laughs> what happened to other Project Freelancer special officers assigned to Captain Flowers? What Project Freelancer special officers? I think if you look at the paperwork, you'll see that no such officers have been assigned to Captain Flowers, and indeed, no such officers even exist or have ever existed. Welcome to Night Vale. You would be wise to put that from your mind. <laughs> Caboose happened to him. <laughs> there has to be a reason. The, the rest of them were assigned to Wrangling Caboose. <laughs> I am ready to be on the team, Sergeants. 
Well, to be fair, Where are the he other wasn't people? that dumb when <laughs> he first joined. But he was already that strong. Yes. <laughs> he gave them high fives and broke their hands apart. Uh, the officers assigned to selecting the green team became one with the earth. Literally. <laughs> um, hmm. Just trying to think. They fucking died. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Flowers, I'm assigning you to a bunch of team members from the Mother of Invention, and I request that you ensure their silence. Can you do this, Mr. Flowers? Is that what you were wearing gray? I just realized that. Oh. Huh. Both the CEOs were wearing gray, and that color is yeah. clearly associated with Project Freelancer. Was Lemons Agent Louisiana? Oh, oh my fucking god. god. No. no. Wait. He was Agent Nevada. <laughs> no, he was the meta. <laughs> no, he was Locus. Locus, Locus was the meta. And it so all fits. <laughs> I'm not saying Locus is the meta. I'm saying I've never seen Locus in the meta in the same room with Lemons. <laughs> Why did they use live explosives but rubber bullets? There's a reason that Florida wanted, like, the first people to die. I'm not sure what that reason is, but I don't think, like, the rubber bullets were already set up. It was all an elaborate conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a reason he wanted them to, like, go into recovery mode or die, potentially. Like some sort of culling. Yes. Um, so I was thinking they were gonna make it like one of those, um, break open party balls, um, instead of a live explosive, but <laughs> Corporal <laughs> Big <laughs> McLargehuge, yeah, but Corporal Big McLargehuge had his, had his birthday the previous day, and they were all out of supplies. Oh, damn it. Jesus. Um, I was thinking it was mostly because of budget cuts. Budget cuts. We have to have real explosives now. <laughs> no, they cut the bullets. Actually, no, bullets are actually really expensive. I don't know if you they know are. that. <laughs> bullets are something stupid. Like for, for standard assault rifle ammo, it's like 50 cents a bullet. So it's like, it had no money. It costs $400,000 to fire to this weapon, weapon for 12 seconds. That's actually why McCree uses a six shooter. That's all he could afford. But he has infinite ammo. Yeah. What? No. That's. <laughs> don't, don't ruin my secret, Daft. How do you explain that? Check. That's my secret. It's always high noon. <laughs> they were weeding out the undesirables. Yeah. <laughs> Again, an elaborate. Conspiracy. They just wanted the guy with yellow armor gone as soon as they could. <laughs> Lemons wanted the guy with the yellow armor killed. He wanted Buckshot dead. Maybe Lemons was just anticipating that whoever was waiting for instructions near the explosive would, like, run away. Yeah. When it was clear that they weren't going to defuse the bomb today. <laughs> what traits was Command looking for in Red Sergeants? Incompetency. <laughs> and murder. <laughs> now, to elaborate on that, someone who has such reckless disregard for op chain of operations that he'd more than likely kill his men before he manages to do any damage to Blue Team. Yeah. Team yeah. kill by proxy. Yeah, incompetence and paranoia are the real ones. <laughs> also, gruff voices and unwavering loyalty to the Red Team and ridiculous names. Yeah. 
Josh staff leave some for the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I I would. I think they were actually looking out for more uh, practical character traits, but they picked the people who demonstrated those character traits in the least practical way. I.e. loyalty. <laughs> yes, it's good to be loyal to your army, but not that loyal. Or Not to the point where you would prove that you would die for this army by shooting yourself. yourself. Or, or the ability to take situations into your own hands. Only don't take the situation into your own hands when it doesn't require you to take the situation into your own hands, resulting in the death of a, of a fellow teammate. Other things like that. Trades like stick to itness. No. Like where you <laughs> stick it. To him. <laughs> Stick it into him. I'm good at Stop. that. Who we'll let you in here? This is officer training. <laughs> yes, yeah, Sarge. Let's go. Stick it into yeah, him. Yeah, come on, guys. Don't ask. Don't tell. Was repealed. Because more or less, Flowers was going to be on blue team. So yes, he was. He's probably looking for someone that could take care of members of their own troop and not get them killed. But since Sarge was ultimately the last one. They didn't really have a choice. Oh, so maybe Sarge was not the best leader for yep. Red Team. Process of elimination, but not in a good way. Literal elimination. <laughs> that was an elimination round. <laughs> in in addition to all these traits, they are also all wearing armor that is a warm color, with the exception of Clint Buckshot, who is wearing yellow, which is right in between warm and cool colors on the color wheel. Yellow is a warm color. I mean, you would. Have you ever met yellow? Have you ever talked to him? Yellow can be pretty cold, man. You can be pretty cold. Lightning round complete. How dead are the people in these training missions? Very. Are you sure? <laughs> they are deader than dead. They are as dead as every member of Project Freelancer. They are ex-soldiers. They have ceased to be. So, uh, for this question, I was wondering, were you expecting that maybe they were placed into recovery mode? I was. That is exactly what I was expecting, Death. We we have had we have had multiple deaths uh, with sim troopers, and like I don't feel like it's it's likely that these guys are actually being killed, except for um, uh, what was his name? Uh, Hammer Hammer's probably dead. And the guy his... who got blown up uh, by the uh, by the explosive is probably yeah. dead as well. Possibly. Poor Clint Buckshot. What if everyone that dies has their memory wiped and they become a zealot? <gasps> oh god a fate, a fate worse, worse than, than death, than death. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I would agree I would agree that Hammer and Buckshot are probably dead but I'm pretty sure everyone else is in recovery mode nah. um, if they're not then why? why why would these guys be able to be killed whereas the rest of the sim troopers can't be I mean, if they're just looking to start the red versus blue project right now though uh, it, it's, it's possible that with the project at this seemingly early stage they just didn't want to give everyone recovery mode in their armor it may have also not been a real function yet maybe like once they became sim troopers they were given the armor because there's no reason to prolong lifespan at training bases but rather once they're in the field mm. Mm -hmm. yeah i guess i guess they're they're selecting you don't need a recovery mode if the corpses are still at your base. But recovery mode is not for corpses. No, 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 that's armor lock. Recovery mode is when the bo the bodies need to be recovered. But what were they doing with the bodies? 
desecration. Gross. <laughs> Daft, it's for some meat puppets. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, dear. Not again. Oh, yes, again. I do also wonder, you know, maybe there's not any reason to keep any red or blue grunt alive. But what about lemons? What about the other guy? Like, they, they clearly knew who Flowers was. And if, you know, if it wasn't planned that they would be killed off at the end anyway, you know, just to preserve Flowers' identity, um, maybe they've been given a little bit more information and maybe some additional tech. You know, because we were sort of wondering if maybe they were agents. Um, maybe, maybe they've got recovery mode. Maybe Lemons isn't dead. I feel if he had recovery mode or was an actual agent, he wouldn't have been as frightened and calling for Florida when the charge yeah. pointed a shotgun yeah. at him. He was freaking the fuck out. He, he, he was. Yeah, he that was, doesn't scream well, freelancer. You're, you're right, you're right. He was He was also very shocked that Sarge was so blasé about killing people, which yeah. means he mustn't have been around Agent Florida for very long. No. He must have not been on the front lines or any actual missions with freelancers. Killing people? But that's wrong. Florida, Florida's just standing up at the tower. <laughs> oh, precious, precious summer child. If it's wrong, I don't want to be right. <laughs> I, I have really liked Florida's characterization um, for the last few episodes, because we didn't get a lot of Agent Florida. We got a little bit of, uh, you know, Captain Flowers. And and it's it's nice to see some Agent Florida now. Um, his, his being cool and calculating and a little creepy. Well, I have a theory as to why we didn't see Agent Florida. He was, uh, he was off making rap albums and, uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's Florida. Uh, oh, yeah. oh, shit, you're right. Oh, my bad, sorry. <laughs> if the events of the episode played out differently and Sarge wasn't picked, what would have been the outcome? Exactly the same, because that was the point of having all of the candidates <laughs> the way that they were. There's no way... <laughs> that they were going to not account for every variable. In other words, yeah. the lab where Sarge was grown, they also grew the other <laughs> <laughs> They Shut also the grew the other go. candidates. He's a tank-bred sergeant. <laughs> He's Sheila's kid. Made from the most pure genetic samples. The proto-sarge. <laughs> the uber-sarge. All the tank sergeants are over at the armor training course. This is this is the infantry. Come on, get it right. The <laughs> <laughs> I can think of, I can think of one thing that would be markedly different right off the top of my head. Um, if Clint Buckshot, the yellow armored sergeant, had become the leader of Red Team, then when Sister showed up in the canyon, she would have been just inducted into the red team and they might not have let her leave. You know, she put on yellow armor because she was she thought she was putting on blue armor and you know, she got to go over to the blue team and it's so, you know, it, it, the her position as a yellow armored soldier is sort of the same as Doc's position as a purple armed soldier in that um you know, it's one of those that's sitting right on the dividing line on the color wheel. Jeff, what and what color wheels are you looking at? <laughs> It is in this episode we find out Daft is actually colorblind. Fun thing is, colorblindness is not expressible in females. I think she would have been a lot more welcome on the red team if she was the same color as their sergeant. And maybe she would have just stayed over there with her brother. So we would have had like the Griff siblings on one team rather than s sister hanging out alone in blue base. But other than that, the Sarges were all very similar. I think that like that, that was sort of the motif 
Uh, so I, I don't know how much different their leadership styles would have been. Um, yeah. It does, it does <laughs> seem know. like like no matter what happened, they would all kind of come out with the same, <laughs> I'm the sergeant from the popular web series, Red vs. Blue. <laughs> <laughs> we all agree that using live ammo is better than using rubber bullets. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. But only Sarge had the shotgun. That's true. The rest had. He just pulled it out of nowhere. Out of all the no, others had. No death. Not out of nowhere. Oh. That was his ultimate. He pulled it out of somewhere. Out of <laughs> I mean, it was strapped. No, to his back. it was his ultimate. He had to build up. He had to build up the points. <laughs> That's why he killed all the other Reds was to get his. Ultimate. He had to build up his ultimate. His timer was up. He was ready for it. <laughs> it's high noon. Bang, bang, bang. <laughs> I'm really upset and nearly wasn't Insubordination. here for episode, just to hear her saying whatever. I think it'd have been funnier. Okay. Any other thoughts? <laughs> God damn what would it. happen if what would happen if Sarge were voiced by Matthew Mercer? <laughs> 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 I, I love the timing of that. Any other thoughts? It's <laughs> All right. Instead I'm gonna of call it Rooster time team. of death. Time of now. death 10:48. Time of no time of death noon. Done. Jeez. This podcast was recorded at high noon in front of a live studio audience. Thanks go out to Daft Prodigy, Rain Zero, Dudes, Sam, and Vixen. Produced by Rain Zero, Sam, Nereal, and Daft Prodigy. Visit the Shizno on Tumblr at shizno.tumblr.com. S H I Z N O dot Tumblr.com. The Shizno. Could someone get me Bastion's number? I have a few things I'd like to talk to it about. That's like, too it's much. Right amount of shame. Okay. Ah! What, what, what were you gonna say? What were you gonna say, Rain? I don't know. What was Sam doing? My water. <laughs> Wait, my Sam, are you dead? Oh. My water spilled on my computer. <laughs> oh, oh God. Oh, you're fucked, kid. Is it, and it's still recording. Yes. Yeah, desktop, that's pretty... not laptop. <laughs> oh, okay. We makes cut perfect this sense. Out every time. Why do we always do it? We're a cult, Sam. Oh, hey, Vixen! Good news! There is such a fruit as a Josh. <laughs> There's a Josh! <laughs> the it internet right told here. me so. It says right here that it grows in... The rectum. There's nothing else in, written there. It, it, but... grows in, it grows in the city of D's. D's oh nuts. <laughs> Get the fuck out! God damn it. <laughs> None of this is going in the episode. 2014. Daft, I'm leaving you. Jokes. <laughs> No! <laughs> that's gonna make no. that's gonna make sleeping at RTX really awkward. <laughs> God. No, because um, Rain is going to be sleeping outside. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you have to be super comfortable. There's room in my bed, Rain. Oh, Christ! Ooh, la la! I'm not kidding. There actually is space in my bed. That's, that's my man, Sam. <laughs> I saw him first. Three, two, one. Thank you for the burp. I don't know who the, burped the, the like in the middle of that. that but that I would three, be Sam. Two, one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs>
All right. Yeah, that's the kind of laughter I like to hear. <laughs> it was <What>? me. <laughs> it was me. Larry like a pants. God damn it. Jesus. <laughs> it was the worst. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.